Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We're going we're gonna to go through this. Ten boomer opinions that other generations agree with. So ten opinions that the grumpy old dudes have that all of us agree with. But before we do that, someone was giving me crap about my microphone. So for those of you that watch Spazzing Out on, I guess you could watch, you could watch the video on Rumble. You could watch it on, I don't know. I do Today, today I'm doing it on Rumble. I'm doing it live on YouTube and I'm doing it live on Twitch. So wherever you can get the video, right? I, I posted it a couple places. And some guy was busting my nuts about the size of my microphone. I didn't buy the microphone, bro. Look here. If you're watching the video, for those that listen on the podcast, you're not going to see this. The podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, look up Spazzing Out America's Podcast, subscribe to the podcast, or you could go to anthonypaziali.com. That's where you can go watch one of the videos if you want. So it's a Yeti mic. Look here. Bro, I didn't fucking buy it. My wife bought it for me. She knew I needed a microphone. It sounds good. I'm sorry that it's massive. Dude said that it makes my mole look smaller. It's like a fucking $100 mic, bro. It's the standard. Everybody's using them. Or at least all the people that don't have money. I mean, literally, I'm, I'm doing my podcast from my fucking basement. Behind me is a, what, I don't even know what you call these things, a, a, a hang up, a pinup thing. That a guy, uh, Brad Sullivan, bought it for me. Great guy. He bought it for me years ago when I started the podcast because he, he was sick of looking at the pipes or at my son's bed. I'm in my son's fucking bedroom in the basement. My kid hates it, but I, I have a tiny house. It's a, it's a thousand square feet. There's not much room here in my house. So I do the, the podcast down in my basement. I'm, I'm trying to make it successful. You know, if you feel bad and you want me to get a new mic, why don't you use Take Chunk, my junk removal company? It's the slow season. It's the winter. You know, come summertime, it's early spring. Forget it, bro. I can't even move. I'm so busy. It's ridiculous. But right now, it's a little slow, so I do a little extra time down on the podcast trying to grow it. So lay off the mic, man. The thing's actually pretty sick. It works well. I don't want to touch it because I don't, I honestly, if I touch it, it might fall off the desk. But we need to talk about this. I saw this story about boomers. And I don't know the exact age of the boomer generation, when, when it starts, when it ends. I can just tell you that my father was a boomer. So my father right about now, he'd probably be, like he's been dead for 10 years, so he'd be about 68. My son's grandfather, Dick, he's a boomer. Kaylee's father, he's six, he's 70, he's a boomer. So the the old boomer guys, the, the grizzled tough dudes that just, they hate everything or they, well, they don't really hate everything, they bitch about everything. They think their generation was better than my generation. The, the, you know, the, yeah, the great generation, they thought they were the best. Then you had the boomer generation, they did. And they had my generation. I was born in 78, so I don't know what the hell that makes me. I'm not a millennial. 
Uh, even if I was a millennial, I, 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 I wish I was. I have to be honest with you. If I was a little bit younger, I would absolutely not. If I was 20 right now, forget it. I'd, I'd be the king. My, my work ethic is unmatched, dude. I would absolutely crush all these little bitches. But there are some things that we all agree on, right? So there, there are some things that we all agree on, and I want to go through through some of them, right? There's 10 things that allegedly we all agree on. Here's number one. People share way too much on social media. My first thing to that is, how the fuck do boomers know? Are they even on social media? I guess boomers, I, I would say Facebook is probably the destination for the 65 plus crowd. So they're probably on there. But I, I have to agree. People share a lot of shit that we don't need to see on Facebook. But I got to tell you, I I love it because I love the drama. People are posting shit that they definitely shouldn't be posting. They're posting family problems. You see women putting up, you're like, up, oh, just divorce the motherfucker or leave in the motherfucker or you know, a dude pops on. He's like, yeah, banging all these chicks. I'm like, oh, bro, don't air that shit out. Like, how are you airing that out right now? They air out their personal problems on Facebook or they talk shit on Facebook, which is even worse, right? So let's say you post something and you're like, uh, you know, going through a tough time with my wife, right? And then underneath it, your her, her friends or your friends start posting comments. Like someone will do, dude will be like, oh, dude, tough day. Me and my wife beef. Someone will put under it his best, the dude's best friend or the girl's best friend will be like, yeah, fuck you, Anthony's a scumbag bum. Remember when you did this? And then they'll post some like tech, a picture of a text message of something that you didn't. It's like, whoa, that's way too fucking personal. What are you doing? Now for me on the outside, I love it. I don't get very personal on Facebook. Well, actually, I don't do anything on Facebook. I got kicked off. I'm permanently banned. For those of you that don't know, I am permanently, I have been disbanded from Facebook, period. There's there's no coming back. I'm gone. I've reached out. I, I, bro, I even tried signing a separate profile, and they were like, nah, we recognize your computer, your phone, but beat it. So Facebook, I'm out. I They don't like my politics, so they bounced me off. But when I was on Facebook, people, I, I don't, even on the social medias that I'm left on, I never really post a lot about my kids. Uh, I have a daughter and I have a son. Now I, I've, I've kind of changed my tune to that. I've come around that, hey, you know what? I really start, I need to expose my kids more to social media because that's, I mean, that's, it's, I don't want to say it's the future, but that's just where everybody's going to communicate. So the future of communication, the future of media, which is not the future. It's already here. We all know it. We get our news from Twitter, from Facebook, Instagram. This is where we go to chat, to have our conversations. It's the new uh, you know, town square. The, it's the new town crier. This is where you, it's the new bar. It's the, everything. This is where fucking people go to congreg congregate is online. It's, it's, it's like the park. So the kids don't go to the park anymore. They go online and they congregate. That's, that's it. So I, I've been more open to letting my kids do stuff on social media, but I, I monitor, the, I, I monitor them as that door, as I say it. Um, but I get a little nervous about it. You know, I, I don't like, uh, I don't know. I, there's a lot of sickos out there and you can't really, you don't know. You just don't know who you're talking to. But anyways, people get way, way too personal online, but I don't, I, me personally, I don't, I do not engage in personal beefs online. I will engage in political topics online for sure. You want to talk sports online? Yep. You want to talk about whether or not people post too much shit on Facebook or not? I'm in. But when it comes to my family, excuse me, when it comes to my family, I'm not doing it. I, and, and if you post something about my family or, or try to get me engaged in that, I'm not doing it. So like, for example, if let's say one of my brothers posted something personal online, 
I would text him to the side and say, hey, bro, that's probably not something you should put on Facebook. And then I would give him my opinion through a text message or I'd call him. I'm not going to get into the back and forth. So I agree. I think we can all agree that people share way too much shit on, on social media. They're putting their personal shit out there that people shouldn't know about. Once you say it, it can't be unsaid. That's one of my big rules. One of my big rules in life is if I have a certain opinion about somebody or if something has happened inside my family and it's not definite yet, I don't know how to put it. If it's not definite, I'm not going to share it because once it's out there, it doesn't go away. And I don't accuse people on social media. I hate that. I mean, I'll accuse you of being a liberal mutant. That's different. I mean, like a personal attack. Like if I think, you know, you, you did me wrong. And, uh, you know, like you fucked me on a take junk job or something like that. I'm not going to post that online. I don't do that kind of shit. So the, the next one is, um, see, I don't I don't get this one, right? The next one is screw screen savers. People don't like screen, uh, I'm sorry, touch screens. Screw touch screens. People don't, they want physical buttons. I, I like, I, I personally like the touch screen. I want everything to be touchscreen. I don't know why, but I love it. I wish my laptop was touchscreen. I wish my TV. I mean, I'm sure they have touchscreens TVs, but I I love the touchscreen. I'm a huge fan of it. I know the kids love it. It'd be great if the school, if desks at school had touchscreens. Like right now, so we're we're talking. I wish I could touch the screen. I'd say I could touch the camera. I wish I could touch the screen and have it do what I want to do. So, because I can change the angles. If you're watching the video, right, and I and I click um, here, let's see if it'll, it won't move because I don't have anything set up. But you can change here. You know what? I can add a picture here. Watch. So, boom. I put that picture up. Boom. I take it off. I wish I could touch the computer to do it. I'm a huge fan of touch screen. I now, old people, forget it. And I could do a whole podcast on, on fucking old people and technology. As a matter of fact, I'll just say it. Old people should not be allowed out of the house. And if they are, because they're confused. And if they are, there should be a law that mandates that they have to do stuff the old way. Old people have to do things the old way. Not only that, they they should mandate that businesses force old people to do things the old way. I'll give you an example. Banks. Old people should not be allowed to go to a fucking ATM. Don't don't go to an eight. They get they they don't understand. They get confused. They they're in there for fucking twenty minutes to get a tw- to get a tw- to get some cash, bro. If you're sixty plus, you have to go to a bank, and the bank needs to just have. They have to. Banks are going away from tellers. They haven't. You know, you can now go into an ATM and you can just click the teller button. You can talk to a teller. I haven't talked to a fucking teller in years. I love ATMs. Please, bro, get the fuck out of my way. I can't stand it. You're a time suck. Same thing at grocery stores. They should, so you go to Market Basket, which is a, or to down south, you go to Publix, wherever the fucking Walmart, they should have an aisle for old people. This, it's an it's an old school checkout aisle. They they roll up and they take checks. They take anything that old fucking people, if they want to trade in doubloons, they get up there and they fucking trade, but they don't get in the way of us technology, tech, technology sound, technical, technically sound people. Get the fuck out of my way, bro. There's no way in hell you know how to use a self-checkout. Please either die and fuck, like literally die, be gone from the existence, or don't make me die a slow death waiting for you to figure out how to use the machine. Look, ah, 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 ah. And what's worse is not only are you confused, you're slow confused. There are people that are like fast confused. They can look at it and they can figure it out really quick. You're slow confused. You're like, huh? Uh, 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 I can't, I, please, old people, everything needs to be done the way it was done 
when what how they grew up. I want I want everything done. You want know fucking old people? You don't even get to use the doors that open up automatically. Go find a door that you have to open up your fucking self so that when it opens, you're not like, are they here? Like, oh, drives me absolutely bonkers. All right, here's the next one. Um, hate going to concerts and seeing everyone with their phones up. I mean, do old people go to concerts? I'm like, I didn't. Re- I mean, I guess old people are going to concerts. They're going to see Elton John or Billy Joel or who, who's still old. I, they, they, the Stones. So I, I guess old people are going to concerts. But I feel like that. I mean, are young people also going to the same concerts as old people? I don't care if people have their cell phones up. I, I, one of my things about that is I, I kind of just say, eh. You know, now, do they have their cell phones up as a lighter or is I wonder if they mean like they have their cell phones up and they're watching the concert through their phone. I hate people that do that. Aggravates the hell out of me when my wife has her camera out and she's so you're live at an event. Let's say you're at like my daughter's doing cheerleading that it's the national championship, which they won. Right. So it's the national championship. My daughter's a flyer. She gets she's the one that gets thrown up. So there's my beautiful daughter doing an amazing stunt that I'm just in awe of. I'm like, wow, man, this she's fucking eight years old. Look how amazing my daughter is. And I'm watching it with my physical eyes as my wife is watching it through her cell phone. She puts up her phone in front of her face and has the video thing going. And she's not actually watching my daughter Presley do the move. She's watching it through the camera on her phone. And I'm like, what? I mean, you didn't even have to be here. I could have live streamed it for you. Honestly, that's I never thought of that. Next time you can stay home and I will live, I will, I will do a live stream and you can watch it that way. I I never understood that. I mean, I get that you want to capture the moment. Buy the fucking video. They video them all. They'll send you a a digital copy of it. Watch it that way. I want to see my little girl kicking ass and taking names and I want to watch it the uh, the right way. Someone, someone's sending me a message. Hey, my Mab, what's up? Wow, I don't know what that means. What's a Mab? What's a what's an M A B? Hey Mab, what's up? There's someone sent me a message they were watching on uh Twitch. I have no clue what the hell that means. Maybe somebody can help me with that. But anyways, I'm not with it. All right, so phones at events. Yes, I I think that you should capture. Take a moment and capture some of the cooler things, and then overpost it on Facebook. But you know, if your daughter's in the national championship and you're there live. Watch it. You know, I mean, like, think about it like this. Imagine going to a strip club and instead of looking at, yeah, you guys don't go to strip clubs. What am I kidding? Strip clubs are dead. I think I'm the only person left in America. There goes my phone. Hold on. I think I'm the only person. I think I'm the only person left in the United States of America that actually still cares about strip clubs. I might be the only one left. But anyway, but just imagine if you had a stripper and she was doing a lap dance for you and you brought out the phone instead of just looking at her, you like, hold on, I need to look at you through my phone. It's ridiculous. All right, let's uh what's what's I will I will never own an e-reader. Nothing compares to a real paper book. <sighs> I have to agree with that. You know what? I love I love to read. Now, I don't, when I say, I, you know what, that's, that's, I'm full of shit. I do love to read. I like to read so much that yesterday I walked down to the park and they have this little library. Have you guys seen the outdoor libraries that these, they're fucking liberal mutants that do it. 
the, the liberal mutants put the little library box out in front of their house and they have books in it. Well, there's a mutant that lives down the street from me right next to the park. They had their little li- their libraries out there. I took a book from it. There's a book about Benjamin Franklin that I'm reading. Um, I just hate talking about reading because I don't like people like, man, you fucking, you fucking read, you're dyslexic. Like, fuck off, bro. Of course I read. Um, so I'm reading that book. I just picked it up yesterday about Franklin. I'm like, actually, there's so many things about Benjamin Franklin that I didn't know that the guy was just amazing. Not only was Benjamin Franklin amazing, the shit that he did at an, at a young age, back when Franklin was a kid at 12 years old, they had motherfuckers working at 12 years old. This dude had an apprenticeship working for his brother, James in Boston as a, as an apprentice at his, uh, printing company at 12 fucking 12. My kids couldn't even, my son couldn't even wipe his ass at 12 years old. This dude bounced out of Boston when he was like 17. It's like, see ya. I don't want to be a, he fought for me. So his, his brother was like a real dickhead. And it was like, I got to get the fuck out of here. And he, he skipped town to New York, got to New York, asked to, to apply for a job. And then ended up, they didn't have a job from there. And then he went to fucking Philadelphia. But all by the time he was like 20 something years old. The guy had his own, I mean, he, he was like the big, the biggest, he had the biggest uh, printing company in Philly by the time he was like 23. It's insane. And I don't, anyways, I, I like to read. I like to have the physical book. The physical book is great to me, but I, I do like the convenience of being able to have the physical book. And then if I'm going somewhere, I like to also have the book on my phone. So for example, my favorite book of my period, and everybody should read this book, is The Greatest Salesman by Og Mandino. It's it's Og or Og, however you want to say it. It's, it's a must-read book. If there is any book that you read in your entire life, that should be the book, and you should read it over and over and over again. I've read the book a hundred times. I, I could probably quote it word for word. It, it is the best book that will help you out with your life to give you a good mindset for moving forward, for attacking and taking action. I love it. So I have it in, in hard copy. I have it on my iPhone. So, and, and, and basically you can go from book, you know, like, so let's say, what I'm trying to say is if you're at home where I like to have the physical copy, I can read and then I can pop online. I can pop on the iPhone and I can get to the page where I was and I can continue to read. And then when I get home, I can find, you know what I'm saying? So I, I personally, I like to, I like the newspaper. I miss newspapers. I mean, I listen, I get it. I haven't had a, a newspaper in my hand in years, but if I wanted to read the news, I'd, I'd love to just have it right in my hand. I love it. Don't mind reading from a tablet. Don't mind reading from a phone. I'm reading from a, a computer right now. So it's not that big of a deal, but I have to agree. I like the physical copy. That's not going to be a thing for the kids because they're never going to have the physical copy. So like my daughter, that's going to, that's going to be gone. They're going to rather, or even my son, they're going to rather read on their iPad, on their phone, on their computer. They're going to want an e-reader. It's going to be completely different. But me, I'm still with the old guys. Give me the paper copy. It's much better. I'd, I'd, I'd rather read anything off the paper copy. But speaking of paper copies, I don't want my bills sent. I want wireless paper. I mean, I want everything bills wise, wireless, paperless, I guess is what they say. So like my gas bill, my electric bill, um, my phone bill, all that shit, it gets emailed to me. I, I want to get my mail emailed to me. So if it's something that is a letter, I would rather someone send me a, a hand, uh, you can't hand write a, a fucking email, but I would rather someone send me a letter email style than to send me a handwritten letter. I don't want to get mail. I'm good on that. Unless it's, you know, a book getting delivered to me. I hope you understand what I mean. All right, let's go to the next one. 
I want to read articles online with, oh yeah. All right. So I just, we, we just did that. It's, it's the same thing. I want to read articles online with, oh no, 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 no. It's not the same thing. I want to read articles online without a paywall, without having to subscribe. So I agree with this. I can't fucking stand this. So if I'm on Twitter and I see a story that I like and I click on it and they're like, they want my email. They want my, they want fucking everything. They want my birth certificate. They want my social security number. They want all the info. I don't want to give that. I just want to read it. It drives me nuts. So I never do that. I hate that. Drives me nuts. I wish there was a way uh, to get past that. Or someone like I I suggested this. I, I suggested this to Elon Musk as if I really got in touch with them, but I tweeted at Elon Musk and said with his Twitter blue thing, where he's charging like 11 or $8. So you can have a check. I'm like, he should, I told him, I go, you should reach out to other media companies and bundle their subscriptions under it. So for example, I like to read the Boston Herald. I like to read the Boston globe. They make you pay to get it. You know, as if you were paying to get the newspaper, I suggest I say, Hey, I would pay the $8 a month to Twitter for the check Mark. If it came with, I don't know if I could pick 10 media outlets that I could also read without paying any more. It's a bundle. If, if Twitter bundled it and I could click on it and read it. So yeah, it does drive me nuts. I don't want to enter any information when I'm trying to read something. No, thank you. I, it's like wiping my nose, man. Jesus. I should take care of that shit before I do the show. All right, let's go to the next one. I just, oh, dude, this one drives me nuts. I just want to speak to someone on the phone when I have to call a business, when I have a problem. You Fucking right I do. Bro, when I got kicked off of Facebook, you can't get anybody on the line. You they, they Forget it. There's no one you can talk to on Facebook. Then here's what happened to me all in one day. I got booted off of Facebook for some comments I made. Then Facebook, I'm, I shit you not, meta. Hit my bank account. And I don't know how the fuck they did it for $750. Seven, bro, I was like, what the fuck? $750. So I call PayPal. You can't get anybody on the phone with PayPal. Nothing. I call Bank of America. Nobody on the phone. So finally, I, I call PayPal back and I wait and I wait. I'm on hold for like an hour. Boom, boom, boom. I finally get somebody. An hour and I'm screaming at the automated system. I want to fucking speak to somebody. Finally get someone on there. They tell me it's Bank of America. I, I wait. Another three hours screaming at the phone. Finally get, bank, get finally get Bank of America on the phone. They tell me it's PayPal. I could have fucking killed somebody. Not only could I have killed somebody, I, the fact that Meta would take $750 from me was bizarre to me. I'm talking to PayPal and they're like, well, did you authorize this? It says you authorized it. I'm like, yeah, no. No, why, why the fuck would I would I spend $750 on a company that just fucking kicked me off? What are you talking about? I'm like, they banned me a fucking week ago, and I wake up today, and there's $750 missing from my fucking bank account. Oh, I went bonkers. But needless to say, it took me like four days to actually get someone on the phone, and at Facebook, I couldn't get anybody on the phone. Not a single person. You can't. There's no one. Facebook ain't picking up the phone, bro. They're not picking up. So don't try. They, they'll give you 50 other ways, 50 million other ways. Square's the same way. I use Square for my uh, processing for, for um, uh, Take Chunk. Forget it. If there is a problem, if there's some fraudulent stuff going on, good luck trying to get someone on the fucking phone. It drives me nuts. I want to talk to someone. Please. I want my issue resolved now. So, yeah, that one, absolutely. Uh, Number seven, paper menus are far superior. Hold on, my phone's ringing. Paper menus are far superior to the uh, QR codes. I agree. I don't like it. 
I don't like the trend that's happening. There's a there's a restaurant in uh, Revere. It's called Drift. I, it's a decent restaurant. Nice place. Good drinks. It's all, it's over by the uh, state police department on the beach. You, they don't have a paper menu. That you have to scan the QR code. So many problems with that. First thing is I didn't even I didn't even know how to me personally being an older person. I'm like I don't even know how to do it. My wife showed me. She said it's simple. You just Put your camera on, click it, great, boom, you can go to the menu. But you can't really look like, I like to look at the menu, flip it side to side. Menus need to have fucking pictures too. I like to see a picture of what I'm going to get. If I want to get a steak, I want to see a picture of the steak to make me be like, ooh, I believe that this is going to be a good steak. Do you know what I mean? Like like if I'm going to get a meatball sub, I want to see the fucking meatballs. I want to see the pizza. I want to see that shit. I don't get meatball subs anymore. They give me heartburn. But when I was a kid, I used to. You know, do you know what I mean? I want a paper menu. I went to um Tides, which is in the high. I know not every listen, most of the people listen to my podcast not even from fucking Massachusetts, but I went to this place called Tides. It's in the Hunt. Great place. They have the paper menus, dude. It's it's you can you can look at the drink list, which I know what I'm gonna get for for drinks anyways. I ended I was drinking whiskey. Um, all they had, and they, they didn't really have good whiskey, so I got Jameson. And I'm not saying Jameson's bad. I'm just not what I like. But I get to I get to read the menu. I get to look at, flip it side to side. I get to handle it. Do you know what? I, I just want to touch. Just like the book. I don't want to fucking put in a QR code to, for my food. I don't want to fucking do it. Just give me a goddamn fucking menu. Now I understand that it's easy for restaurants if they want to change their menu. If they didn't have paper menus or or hard cardboard menus. It's so it, it's it's not so costly for them, right? They can you can just go right to the digital thing and change it. So I understand that it it saves money for them. Um, I don't need the number eight is I don't need a smart refrigerator or a smart toaster. Yeah, I don't need a smart anything. Um, I don't need a smart wash machine. I don't need a smart dishwasher. I don't need a smart toaster or a smart refrigerator. I I, I a fridge keep my fucking ice frozen and keep my drinks cold. Wash machine, wash my fucking clothes. Dryer, dry my fucking clothes. Toaster, toast my toast. I'm done. That's it. I don't need. My wife is. My wife. Do you guys don't even know this? I have a like. I have like a two hundred dollar toaster. Two hundred dollars. It's a fucking. It's a schmeg. I have a schmeg. The thing is, it's two hundred fucking dollar toaster. It's probably like one seventy. I have a like a two hundred dollar coffee pot. A schmeg coffee pot. I have like a $200 fucking uh, egg beater or something. It's a schmeg. It does the same fucking thing. Do they still make Black & Decker? Is Black & Decker still around? It does the same thing as a, as a cheap-ass toaster. Cooks toast the same way the schmeg does. A, a, a shitty coffee pot. And I don't drink coffee, so I don't really know. But a shitty coffee pot, I, I assume, holds coffee the same way the schmeg. It's like it's like the fucking cooler. My wife has a, um, a Yeti cooler. You can fit like... It's a, it's a, the funny thing about the Yeti cooler is it's huge, but you can only put like five cans of beer in it. And allegedly it, it keeps things colder and the ice lasts longer. Who the fuck's packing ice for more than a day? Not me. I'm rolling up to the beach with my igloo fucking cooler with wheels on it that I paid $19.99 for, dumped some fucking ice and some brews in it, and I head up to the beach. So no, I'm all set with that. All right, number nine. Using apps for everything is annoying. I agree. What what does this mean? If businesses that force you to, like, for example, I, I haven't been to Disney in a little bit, but when I did go to Disney, everything you did, you had to do online. Like, you had to have their app to get everything. And I'm like, I don't want to fucking use your app. I want to walk up to the window. I want to buy some tickets. I want to talk to someone. I want you to give my fucking 
give me my little pass thing for the day and I want to move on. I, I hate that. So you, everybody makes you install their app to use their business. That's I it's it's a, it's like an extra step that you don't want. I get it. It's when you it, it here, I want you to think about the business end of it. Um, let's say take junk and I made you install my app to use take junk. It makes it easier for me. I don't have an app, but I have, if you go online, you could book online. And I prefer that you book online because you put all your information for me. If you call me, all right. And then you're like, if a four, four, take junk and you get me on the phone and I'm like, yeah, Hey, what do you, what, do you, what, what's going on? I, I have to physically fill out all the information. But if you book online, you fill out all the information for me. So I can see that it's easier, but I don't force you to download an app to do it. I, that I can't fucking stand. It's an extra step. Everybody wants you. And I get why they do. Because once you're in their app, they, it, it's a whole nother way for them to sell you all sorts of shit. And they say that it makes life easier. For me, I think it makes life, life difficult. I just want to go to the store and buy something. Like, I don't want a 7-Eleven app. And before I get to 7-Eleven, I got to be like, oh, I want a fucking Slurpee red uh, Slurpee and, and, you know, some Twinkies. Love Twinkies, dude. Mad good. I haven't had a Twinkie in a long time. They make some banana Twinkies. I, you know what? The Twinkies might have had to have been banana Twinkies before. I don't know. You know what? We're going to have to get a... We're going to have to do an investigation on Twinkies. I love them. All right. The next one. What's the last one? And, oh, this... I guess this is a classic old person thing. Um, I really... Oh, <laughs> no, wait. Where's the good money one? Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, the the they, the, the next... No, fucking... I fucked it up, huh? This one, you know what? We'll do this as number 11. We'll, we'll add one. Here's number, here's number 10. Um, I really don't want people. I don't. Oh, I love this. I don't want people. I don't know on my lawn. That is something my father would say. That is something, uh, my, my kid's grandfather would say that is hundred percent something Kaylee's dad would say. And I agree. I can't stand when someone I don't know is on my property. I, I fucking hate it or near my property. Like, if you're walking on the sidewalk with your dog, bro, I'm looking out the window and I'm fucking beaming at you. Like, bro, if your dog pisses. And, like, who cares if the, someone's dog pisses on your lawn? Yeah, bro. And I don't even have a lawn, right? I have concrete out in front of my house. I have pavement. Bro, if your dog pisses on my fucking pavement, I'm going to kill you. I, I hate it. I don't across. Like, literally, like, when they're walking by, the ring picks it up so you know right away. And you, even if I'm not there, I'm, like, watching on the ring, sitting there like, yeah, what the fuck's this guy doing? Why is he standing in front of my house? What's he, he, he's looking back. And dude, if you have a butt, if you got a butt and you're smoking in front of my house, I'm coming out. I'm hundred percent coming out. If you're ripping a cigarette in front of my house, because I know what you're doing because people that smoke cigarettes are lazy, uncaring motherfuckers that will literally flick a cigarette, butt anywhere the fuck they want. And they will put it on your property. And I know because they're all over my fucking property all the time. I fucking hate it. And no one in my house smokes. So I'm watching you. If you're on my property and I don't know you get the fuck off. Why are you here? What are you doing? What do you want? Do not encroach on my land. I'm like Yellowstone. That's a, you know what? I'm like fucking Kevin Costner sitting on my porch. I'm like rip. I'm going to come right out. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you while you're on my land. What are you trying to do? I don't have any cattle. I don't have any fucking horses. I don't, I don't have any. I'm not a rancher. I don't got a bunkhouse, but I'm going to come out and I'm going to protect my tiny little fucking square revere and keep your ass off it. Stay the fuck off my lawn. I agree 100%. All right, number 11, which is was really part of number nine. It's just a saying that people say um, that they hate wasting good money on, 
on a bad product. And it always, I used to always ask my dad this. Like, well, what the fuck is good money? Like, what does that mean? What, what, what do you exactly mean? We say, oh, because I, I say it too. My wife will be like, you know, hey, why don't we, we'll just use Tides. Why don't we go out to eat tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking spend good money on dinner when we could cook at home. What does that mean, good money? Like, is that how you got the money? Like, I got it a good way. So, like, for example, if I was like a money wander and a scumbag, would I say, well, I'm not going to waste bad money on that. So I don't understand that. Or is like good money, money that's not spent? Someone, someone explain that to me. What exactly does it mean when somebody says, I'm not going to waste good money on that. I'm not going to spend good money on that. Pay good money. I won't pay good money. I don't understand that. Now, it, good money must be money that could be better used for something else. Because I feel like all money is good. I mean, I, don't, I really don't care where it comes from. If somebody hands me cash, I'm not asking. I'm saying, is that good money? Are you gonna, are you gonna give me is it like literally? So let's say for Christmas, Uncle Ralph comes by, he drops off a hundo, and you look at him, you go, hey, is that is that good money or is that bad money? What kind of money is that? I don't want to. I don't want to take good money from you, Uncle Ralph. Fuck you, bro. I'll take money. I don't care what it is, good, bad. You can what? You can literally wipe your ass. I don't care if you shit on a hundred dollar bill and hand it to me. I'm taking it. It's shit money. Yeah, give me, bro. You got some shit money? I'm, I'm, I'm taking shit money. Give me cum money. I don't give a fuck. You can fucking literally jerk off on a hundred dollar bill. I'll take it. I'll fucking clean it off. I don't give a fuck. It's cash. All money is good money. All right there, you have it. There are the ten or I guess eleven things that we all might agree or disagree with boomers. I can tell you one thing. There's no fucking way. I guarantee you no boomer. Well, actually, I'm lying. I was going to say no boomer listens to my podcast. You guys actually know that I have a pretty big following between 50 and 70 years old. A lot of people in that age group, but not, not on the stream, uh, but a lot of people, a lot of old. When I had my Facebook account, um, more than half were in the 60 plus. And if I go to my Spotify, so I, like on Spotify, it tracks all the shit that I do. It's So there's like 10,000 streams on my podcast on Spotify when I post it. And I would say a good 4,000 of them are in that category of the 60 plus. So hi to my boomer friends and thank you for listening. Guy, spazzing out America's podcast is brought to you by Take Junk. www.takejunk.com or call 844-TAKE-JUNK. Make it disappear. Use Take Junk for all your junk removal needs or book online at TakeJunk.com. It is my junk removal company. It's here in Massachusetts, though. So if you're in, like, California, Texas, Florida, high up in New Hampshire, I mean, I could go to, like, southern New Hampshire. If you're in Rhode Island, probably ain't going down there. Not too much further out in Worcester, Mass. But if you have junk that you need removed, do me a favor. Use my company, Take Junk. I might even come and take the junk away for you. I don't even want to say might. It's most likely going to be me coming there to take the junk away. Give it a try. 844-TAKE-JUNK or takejunk.com to make it disappear.